And I'm Kelly, and we're two women, moms, and physical therapists revolutionizing pregnancy and postpartum care. There are so many things that women don't know about their own bodies. We want to help dispel the myths and let you know what's really going on down there. We're highly trained experts who work with women to prevent and heal super common issues like incontinence, painful sex, lower back pain, and everything in between. Welcome to Ravel. All right, so we are going, I'm getting old, we are going out for my birthday because you're in town. We're going out to a fun little bar um, here in the good old ATL. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this is what made me think about this. So we're going to the bar. We're so excited. It's me and you, a couple of our other girlfriends. Um, We don't get together often, so we're like super jazzed, and we can't help but talk about work sometimes. So we're at the bar. We're having our little cocktails. Bartender goes, wait, what? what is it that you do for work? Like, what What would you tell them? I'd look them at, in the eye and say, I treat vaginas all day. <laughs> <laughs> Make them feel real uncomfortable. <laughs> I love that. I think that's too funny. So, okay. I mean, that's the reality. I mean, we really do uh, yeah. treat vaginas like yeah. all day. Every, it's mm-hmm. not all we treat, but it's mm-hmm. the majority, I say, of what we treat. Yep. So go into like a little bit, I think... Again, if they were still going to ask you like more questions, because you know, there's not going to be like the only He's, question yeah. like, that so he wait, would tell ask. me more. Wait, what? Yeah. Like, what's your job title? Yeah. So, I mean, we're pelvic floor PTs, mm-hmm. but like, what is that? What would that even entail? Like, how would you explain that mm-hmm. to our sweet little bartender? Mm-hmm. I'm going to call him Andre. 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 I would tell Andre, um, you know, all jokes aside, I help women specifically with uh dysfunction within the pelvic floor musculature what is the pelvic floor what are you talking about yeah so what's the pelvic floor and i'm gonna you know i would then go on to tell him you know it's a set of muscles at the base of your pelvis everybody has them female and male surprise surprise and you andre right you actually have (laughs) a pelvic floor as well um but my specialty is treating females and a focus on female dysfunction it's gonna be so sad and then i would you know go on to explain to him a little bit more about, you know, I'm sure you've heard whether it's your mom or a wife or a sister or a friend talking about, you know, sometimes women leak urine when they jump and run. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, things and dysfunctions such as that, um, you know, there's many other dysfunctions and quote unquote diagnoses that Mm -hmm. we treat. Um, but it's not just that, right? It could be something as simple as low back pain yeah, and absolutely. hip pain. Um, I always so, yeah. think it was like that connection point, right? It's kind of like people, cause people ask us all the time and I have a neighbor down the street and he cracks me up all of the time. He thinks it's so funny. Like we'll be at the gym and we'll be talking about work. Me and his wife are very close and you know, she gets it cause she's had issues, right? So she always asks me all the questions. And so we're like at the gym or something and He's like, are you guys having vagina talk again? And I'm like, actually, yes, yes, we are. But oftentimes, you know, with some of the stuff that we deal with, it will look like low back pain or hip pain or vagina pain or whatever that might be. And often gets overlooked, right? So we get a lot of clients that come into our practice that have had years and years and years of hip pain. Right. And they've gone to their regular doctor. They've gone to a hip specialist. Mm -hmm. They've gone to a regular orthopedic PT. Yes. And they've had, you know, workups and treatment and it's still not getting better. Yeah. And oftentimes it's because someone hasn't addressed or assessed the pelvic floor Mm -hmm. and lo and 
behold, that's the source of the pain. I think it's cool too. I think some people, I mean, I feel like there's this shift right now with even some of the orthodox, Dr. Garten, mm-hmm. we love him. Shout he's out so, to, he's to so Dr. handsome Garten. too. <laughs> um, and, but like, even with his wife and, and things like that, like we've, they've asked questions, mm-hmm. but even like, mm-hmm. you know, he has sent me so many people where he's like, they have this hip pain mm-hmm. and I have done everything in my scope to like help with this hip pain. Mm-hmm. And he sends them to me and these patients are like, do whatever you have to do. And I'm like, okay, well, I want to assess internal pelvic floor. And they're like, for my hip pain? And I'm like, yes. And then they're shocked when that's the first time anyone's been able to reproduce their pain. They're like, that is it. That's what I've been trying to explain for the past three years to every doctor and son. And they're just in complete shock. Yeah. But it's really cool too. I think it's like, you know, for us, for so long, our background is in orthopedics, meaning we treated like the hips, the knees, the shoulders, the athletes and all of that. And I feel like that was really beneficial to us because we got to see a lot of that, but we also got to see those patients where it's like, I'm missing something. Yeah. Yep. And I've and really, you knew you were, and you, you knew, knew you were, yeah. but you didn't know what it was. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But now it's awesome because it's like, we can take that one step further because a lot of times we're like that missing piece. Right. And we're that missing piece to a part of the body that's like so taboo right Right. like you go to to the doctor and you're like you know like my vagina kind of has like this like zinger through it and they're Mm -hmm. like oh here's some estrogen cream and sometimes that actually might be what they need Mm -hmm. but oftentimes it can come from those dysfunctions that we said Mm -hmm. like overactive muscles and so forth so that's our main job is yes, we treat vaginas all day, but we have to do kind of this zoom out, then zoom in approach on, we say everything kind of in between like the shoulders and the knees is like mm-hmm. our specialty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the most important thing is just understanding yeah. what it is that we do. Yeah, yeah. So I think that then leads me into the big question mm-hmm. that we get from a lot of people who come to us and have maybe seen quote unquote pelvic floor PTs in the past. Okay. Right. And they come to us and they're like, wow, my, my previous PTs never looked at this. You had, who was it that you were telling me about that you called about the other day? And you're like, how do you go to two PTs mm-hmm. and no one has ever done yeah, a certain I, assessment? I had a, I had a girl reach out to me. It was actually a sister-in-law of a current patient I have. And I think the two sisters were kind of chatting and, you you know, starting to divulge some of the issues that this one sister was having. And the other sister said, oh, you need to go see Kelly. And she said, well, I've seen already public four PTs in the past. So long story short, she drove three hours to come see me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She lives somewhere up in like Wyoming or Utah, you know, out in kind of the boonies and drove three hours to come see me. And she's been having this really deep kind of groin pain with running, but Mm -hmm. also some urinary incontinence has seen three other PTs and she had never had an internal assessment done on her pelvic floor. That's insane. So how is that like? Yep. I don't understand how that's possible. Yeah. So that leads me into my big question. And I think the big question we get from a lot of people is what do I need to be looking for when I am trying to find a pelvic floor PT? What are like the top five questions you should be asking either a practice or a specific physical therapist Mm -hmm. when you're looking to potentially book a session? So like you're calling or what about like, are you talking about like if you're calling or if you're like looking on their website or both? I think both either. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So So let's say, okay, for instance, you're, you, you're listening to our podcast and you're like, I think I need to go see a pelvic floor PT. 
well, what do I look for when trying to find one? Oh, okay. So I would say like one of my big things would definitely be, I think for us, like if if a female, we only treat females in our practice Mm -hmm. or those that identify as female. There are other people that treat both. There are people that treat pediatrics. There are people that treat males, all sorts. But like we like to say our niche and what we specialize in is the adult woman, mm-hmm. right? Someone that has started menstruation, again, so relative to adult, right? It depends. Mm-hmm. I don't even feel like an adult and I'm mm-hmm. getting very old. Um, but again, think like what percent of the population do you treat as adult female? If you're an adult female or mm-hmm. if you're a male, mm-hmm. you know, what percentage do you see that's male? If you're like, you know, I've seen two this year. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm going to call that a red flag. Mm-hmm. That's going to be one of my red flags, I mm-hmm. think. If you're like, whoa, wait, two females or mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. males? Like, oh, no, no, I had two. I had, I saw two females this right. year. I'd be like, mm, I'm going to think I'm going to take my vagina. Yeah. I swear. So just to let, you know, all the listeners understand a little bit more. So when you're a physical therapist and you consider yourself a pelvic floor PT, there's many pelvic floor PTs out there that treat male and female, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there could be a pelvic floor PT that you're looking to schedule with that the majority of their population is male. Yeah. So that may be something you want to consider. Right. There's other pelvic floor PTs out there that just treat pediatrics and maybe mm-hmm. sprinkle in a little bit of, of an adults. So you really need to kind of consider like who you're seeing and mm-hmm. what the population is that they're treating. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and we're okay with that. We have men that call our clinic and I, I'm very upfront. I'm like, I would be doing you a disservice. Yes. I would be, would I love to see you if mm-hmm. I, I mean, could I treat them? Yes. A pelvic floor is a pelvic mm-hmm. floor. I'm going to go in your vagina. I'm going to go into your anus. Like mm-hmm. the, but the muscles are there. I know what I'm treating. I've been doing this long enough, but I, I feel just on a personal note, this is a, just a personal opinion of mine and Kelly's. Um, we would be doing that patient a disservice, right? And we, our main goal is patient care. I mean, that is the absolute number one thing in our, you know, little Ravel world is the patient is always number one and the best care that we can give them. There's diagnoses that I'm like, you know, I'm going to go send you to this pelvic rehab doc that's a DO that can do these injections. Like, let's start there. Um, we have to understand, like, we're, we know at this point, we've been doing this long enough. Um, we have over 20 years of experience, by the way. Does that make you feel old? It should, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's like, we've been doing this long enough to know when we're not good at something and when to refer out. And I think like, that's going to be really important, um, for again, one of my questions to ask would be what percent of your population that you treat? One is just pelvic floor. Is it 90% orthopedics Mm -hmm. and 10% pelvic health Mm -hmm. or is it predominantly pelvic health or So just ask that question or even like go on the website and kind of dive in a little bit more because again, like you're going to be paying for this care, like get the best care that you can. There are so many of us out there. If you need help finding a PT, um, we always tell everyone you're more than welcome to reach out on social. Even there is, help me remember, what is it? Pelvicrehab.com is a good one. Still ask the questions though. Um, but you can kind of see like where these people are located, some of the education that they have. Um, and we're always happy to answer any questions. So, so that's my red flag. What's one of your red flags? Um, or things that you would, yeah, I would say the next question that I would ask is, and this is, I think a really big one that Mm -hmm. you and I talk a lot about is, do you do an internal assessment? So there's a lot of 
quote unquote pelvic floor PTs out there uh-huh. that market themselves as pelvic floor PTs. They, they, you know, they quote unquote treat mm-hmm. pelvic health. However, yes. you hear patients that go see them and they never do an internal assessment. Okay. This, this just brought up something. I just thought about this. Um, and again, this would be a surprise to Kelly. She has no idea what to say this. Okay. Um, we have been getting, and I, we just got an, um, voicemail. I forget the name of the company, but they sell those little chairs that you sit on. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that yep. voicemail? Yeah. We haven't called them back yet. Mm-hmm. We're not going to. Um, so, <laughs> but if you like sit on a chair, I don't know how long it is. I'm like, just, I want to see this in person, but you sit on this chair and it like, <laughs> it like vibrates mm-hmm. or sends electrical pulses. I don't know what it does, but you sit on it and it helps you with Kegels. Well, that is not pelvic floor PT, but there's a lot of doctors' offices. Nor does it, nor does it replace pelvic floor PT. No, by any means. Right. By any means. Um, but there's these chairs out there, and there's a lot of these um, OB offices that are like marketing like pelvic rehabilitation, not mm-hmm. pelvic floor physical therapy. But, mm-hmm. and again, I don't. Sometimes I don't even know the difference, right? Mm-hmm. So how am I expecting, you know, Sally to, yeah, to say, yeah. Well, well, yeah, they have pelvic rehab. And then you call and they're like, okay, yeah, you're going to come in. We have six visits. You're going to come in for 20 minutes each session, twice a week for three weeks. We're going to hook you up. And then you are going to be good to go after that. That is not pelvic floor PT. No. That is not an individualized assessment mm-hmm. to figure out your dysfunctions via internal exam. You always have the right to refuse that internal exam. There's a million other things we can do to assess, mm-hmm. but it's like that again, that is getting directly to the problem in an individualized assessment. Mm-hmm. It is vital. Mm-hmm. It is not yeah. mandatory, but it is what we would consider best practice. Amy, Amy gave me an analogy the other day and she was like, it kind of be like if you were coming in with shoulder pain and nobody ever looked at your shoulder, assessed your shoulder. Now look, being a good PT means you're looking above and below always. Yes. The area of dysfunction Mm -hmm. or the area where you're having symptoms, you need to look at kind of really the whole body. But if you're having these distinct issues that really are like red flags, like this is probably pelvic floor very Mm -hmm. well could be pelvic floor related. Your pelvic floor needs to be assessed and like a detail too. Yes. Not like, let me look at it. No. Let me see if your vagina kind yeah. of flowers open a little yeah. bit. Can you do a key? Yeah. Like there's over 13 muscles down there. Yeah. There's only four of the rotator cuff. Like right. that's in your shoulder. Right. And it's like, so we've got to do like a detailed internal, external joint, ligament, like all the things. we yes. got to assess like all the things. So again, ask that question. Mm-hmm. Do you guys do internal assessments? Mm-hmm. And then do you feel comfortable if you're coming in for birth prep, if you're coming in for pain, right. pelvic pain during pregnancy? The next question on top of that is, do you feel comfortable and will you be communicating with my OB for potential pelvic floor assessment during pregnancy? Because some people just don't feel comfortable. We do that. We, oh my gosh, it's like the most beneficial thing during Mm -hmm. pregnancy. Um, We do that. Mm -hmm. You, again, we always communicate with the OBs because there are some contraindications like placenta previa, Sure, but it's like you have to find someone if that's what you're coming in for Mm -hmm. you need to know you Mm -hmm. don't want to go in and be like yes I'm here for birth prep and they're Mm like great let me not look at your vulva at all yeah like that's not birth prep now very important to also state that it is always up to the patient or the client we always say this is what we recommend we you know we 
we should be assessing these muscles. However, it is always your decision to say yes or no to this. Mm-hmm. And think so. like virtual. Think how much mm-hmm. um, how much stuff because we do a lot of birth prep. But what we will always do is if we don't assess the vulva, all of our patients, every single one of our new patients, get a mirror. And they get a whole handout on how to do a self-assessment. Mm-hmm. And we almost like quiz them next time. Be like, did, did you find your clitoris? Mm-hmm. Did you see the little clitoral hood? Is it moving? And so it's like, if we're not going to do that assessment, we have the patient do that assessment and we teach them, okay, if I'm not going to be the one doing an internal assessment, no, you're not going to know what you're feeling for, but we can get like a generalization of what your pelvic floor is doing by you doing the assessment. Mm -hmm. And we feel like it's super powerful too. It's like you would do it for your eyeball, Mm -hmm. right? Like I remember when I first got contacts, they're like, okay, do you see this part of your eye? And Mm -hmm. then let's touch the white and then move the eyelid. And I was like all up in it, right? And I'm like (laughs) studying my eyeball. And then, but then when we're talking about like, think about these young girls that are like trying to insert tampons for the first time and they've never looked at their vulva Mm -hmm. and you're like, it hurts to put it in. You're like, yeah, cause that's your urethra. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta know where parts are. So again, it's again, the pelvic floor, excuse me, the internal assessment does not have to be done, but we will encourage you, we will not make you, we will encourage you to do a self-assessment on your own time. And then that way you can ask us any questions thereafter. So, cause again, like, some sessions, all of our sessions look very different, right? In in our Ravel world, like we think it's super important one-on-one care. And I think that's going to be another big question patients need to ask is, okay, if I come in for PT mm-hmm. to, your, to your office or whatever that might look like, is it just going to be me and you and only me and you? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to be like be boffed around mm-hmm. and be with like, you know, Dr. Smith this day and Dr. Becky this day mm-hmm. and then Dr. Kelly this day? Like we want like, again, it might be sometimes because shit happens, but it's like we really want to make sure that you have this continuity of care mm-hmm. and continuity of care is making sure that you get what you freaking deserve. Mm-hmm. And that is one-on-one treatment and also someone that you're comfortable with right Absolutely. this is this is an intimate type of treatment don't I mean don't get us wrong right so you also need to make sure you're working with someone that you feel comfortable with someone yes. that's empathetic to what you're going through mm-hmm. someone that really does active listening um and someone you can kind of create a relationship with yeah like you got a vibe with them like right. they're about to see your vagina mm-hmm. and they're about you're about to tell them all the things like in our sessions, we think it's so, we, you need that space. Yes. You need that space. I will, I will give you the floor mm-hmm. because a lot of women don't get the opportunity to share their story. Right. So when we sit down, I'm like, tell me your story. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, okay, I have painful bowel movement. No, no, no. I need to know your story from start to finish. Mm-hmm. How long? When is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And then it comes up in session three. You're like, you know, I actually have a history of, you know, sexual trauma, right? Let's talk about that because that's really going to change our topics. But Mm -hmm. you have to give those patients and those women the space to feel comfortable that they're not coming in and they're just a diagnosis that you're seeing, but they are a woman that I'll be damned deserves this treatment. Mm -hmm. And that is our job is to give them the best treatment that they deserve. Yes. Rightfully so. Yes. Okay. So, so again, that's a question that we would say, it's like, okay, So how long am I going to be here? Am I going to be with this PT 
not like a tech or an aide or anything like that? Am I going to be with my PT for the entirety of my session? And like, how long am I going to be here? Like what? 15 minutes. Is yeah. it an hour long session? Yeah. Is it, you know, 30 minutes? And is it like that every time? Right. So, you know, at Ravel, we do one-on-one sessions. You're yep. with your doctor of physical therapy the entire time yep. for anywhere Four between five, 50, yeah, 50. 50 to 60 minutes. Yeah. So we schedule our patients on the hour, every hour. Some places only schedule every 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's something really important because then that's also going to affect how often you're coming in, often. right? It's so, going to affect the pay because it's yep. like, okay, great. You have a copay that's $70, but now you're only getting seen for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and 15 of that you're only with your PT and then they're asking you to come in twice a week twice a instead week. Yeah. of once a week so things to consider yeah. and things to kind of ask when you're looking for someone to start absolutely. working with absolutely mm-hmm. and I think that like again so I would I'm just going to kind of recap so it's like okay what percentage is female do you do an internal assessment how long, you know, it's like, how long are the sessions? But I think the other thing that we also need to talk about is, okay, they're like, oh, I think Dr. Amy would be a great fit for you. And that's great. And be like, you don't want to be like, yeah, she graduated yesterday, <laughs> you know, and they might, but again, if they did, that's okay, because yeah. they might have done, a you know, of, a lot of con ed, but so it's yeah. like, ask that next question. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, how long have they been treating pelvic floor? Mm-hmm. Um, has it been literally are you their first patient Mm -hmm. like I mean everyone has to start somewhere but it's like you know uh, that makes me just personally a little nervous Mm -hmm. like this is my vagina Mm -hmm. like I don't give it out to many people like I just (laughs) want to make sure it's taken care of um so ask those questions like how long have they treated you know do they have experience with this diagnosis because there's some tricky things out there like Mm -hmm. interstitial cystitis um PCOS like if you got if you you've been diagnosed with one of those Mm -hmm. you know very specific diagnoses it's important to ask that like does this PT have experience with this diagnosis and that's okay because you're not going to call, you're not going to call the orthopedic that, you know, it's like you go to urgent care and you're like, I hurt my knee so bad. Oh my gosh. I was running with my kids. Mm-hmm. I jumped off the playground and I did something mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, okay. I think you should call this general surgeon. Mm-hmm. Right. And be like, okay, great. And you call the general surgeon. They're like, yeah, I've done a couple of knees, but I do some shoulders. I do some abdomen. You're going to, that's going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I kind of mm-hmm. want to find like a knee specialist. Mm-hmm. So this should be no right. different. This should be absolutely yeah. no different. Yep. Um, so again, I think the big thing is, is, is you're kind of, when you're calling to schedule an appointment, you think you found someone who is a pelvic floor PT, you call the, the clinic that they work at or the business they work at. Yep. You're kind of interviewing them. You are. Right. You have these kind of quote unquote interview questions that you want to ask to make sure that this is going to be a good fit and you're going to be getting the best treatment possible. Absolutely. Each time you come. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think too, it's you know, asking again, okay, what's their experience? You know, do they do this internal exam? And then now it's like, okay, but that's all about like the first visit, right? Now you like have found your person. Like, okay, this feels good. This feels good. I think I found them. Like Ravel loves my people. Like I'm (laughs) feeling good. So then like, I think the last question is like, okay, great. I definitely think that they have treated what I've seen, but now like, what do we go? Where do we go after the first visit? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. What would you What would you say? What would it look like for you? Well, what I would be looking for because what I know, but I'm I'm trying to you know I want to educate people. Yeah. And so I would want them to 
make sure that they're not just going in and maybe getting, you know, biofeedback. Like, you know, sometimes it has its place. It does. But is that all you're getting? Is that all you're getting? Every single time you go in, you're getting biofeedback and you're doing, you know, Kegels all day. the entire the entire session the entire session um so you know some questions to ask are you doing manual therapy are you doing joint mobilizations are you doing dry needling Mm -hmm. um like what would my treatments include right right like oh you're going to be doing exercises and i'm a really good counter right like (laughs) yes Um, i am not a really good counter so if, if any of my patients are like they're like, Amy, I thought we were supposed to do 15. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think we've done 15. And they're yeah. like, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, that's okay, but you're doing great. Like, I just, you're doing so good. I'm like, I thought you were counting, but I'm supposed to be counting. So, and I think a red flag is, is also someone who's against just treating pelvic floor. Right. So, yeah. So usually the core is involved, the breathing mechanics are involved, posture is involved, you know, mobility is involved. So it's not, if you're seeing somebody and they're just doing Kegels and they're just treating the quote unquote vagina, that's kind of a red flag. It is. Yeah. You you, got to look at the whole person. Exactly. Got to look at the whole person. Usually there's a lot more puzzle pieces involved. Yeah. That's, I think that's the big thing too, is more like complicated little puzzles anyway, right? Mm -hmm. We hope you learned something new about you today. We encourage you to share this podcast with your friends that might have questions about pelvic floor or women's health. If you have more questions or are interested in getting treatment, please visit us at theravel.com. That's the R-E-V-E-L-L-E.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the.ravel or Facebook at facebook.com backslash the.ravel. 